and we're alive. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Unsolicited VoiceOver Podcast. Hello dude, uh, introduce yourself then, come on, let's, uh, let's see what oh, you're all about. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm Zero, and um, I've known Mr. Charles here for uh, a few months as of this podcast. Yeah, we um, got uh, got into voice acting together, pretty much. Well, the serious yeah. side of it, anyway. You, you, you were around a, a little bit before I was, right? Um, not really. Uh, honestly, I I think I think my my sort of serious phase, uh, serious attempts started right about when yours did, because. Um, I don't know. I don't know when you um, auditioned for that VA rookies project, but um, I auditioned for it. I got into the to uh, the server, and then well, I met you there. You're like, oh, uh, I I need someone to help me uh, design a voice for uh, some. Yeah, I'm I do like, remember okay, that. Well, well, I guess I'll do that since I have nothing better to do. And it was um, probably the best thing that happened to me at that time. Uh, since a while. Oh, I'm flattered. Anyway, we'll uh, get into um, everything else uh, and so much more talking about our experiences right after a very brief word from the new sponsor. All right, so apologies for having a sponsorship. What can you do? Anyway, uh, our start, VA Rookies. That was a, an up and down for sure. It was a bit of a doozy. It was. So, uh, VA Rookies is a project that we found on, I think, Casting Cool Club. And, uh, it has a Discord server to go with it, and we joined, and... Well, we wanted to practice our, our voiceover stuff, and our voice acting stuff, and... It didn't, didn't go too well all the time, did it? <laughs> no. No, we, we got raided, like, every day. Uh for a few weeks straight, it felt like. It, it might have been just one or two, and it just felt like um, a long time, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, was, it was like a useful server, I guess, for, like, connecting with people, I suppose. Because we, yeah, yeah. we certainly, certainly connected with a fair few people on there, but uh, it could have gone better. And then we eventually left, didn't we? And we just joined other servers and were in the voice chat and just did our own thing, pretty much. Yeah, I think our favorite for the longest time was um, that Fate audiobook server. Yeah. Into that project. That was and, actually uh, such a cool project, but it didn't yeah. get shut down. Yeah, I got seized and desisted, unfortunately, but well, what are you going to do? They've got to maintain their copyright somehow. Yeah, yeah, they have. They, they really have got to maintain their copyright. So what do you think was, like, the first mistake you made? As a voice actor, you came on. We, we, we had the whole joining up with VA rookies, and what, what was after that? The first mistake you made. Honestly, I'd say the first mistake I made was before all that when I when I bought that Behringer UM2. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, uh, that was a terrible that. interface. It really yeah. was terrible. It really was. It was not doing my mic any favors. Like my, my mic wasn't amazing, but it was it was still good-ish. Well, you, you had your AT2035 at the time, which I think most people yeah. would look at the price of that and be like, that, "That's a really expensive microphone." Wow. Yeah. Uh, how yeah. did how did that sound? Actually, it sounded great, but it didn't. The uh, 
No, it didn't. Either there was a, de an a defect with that uh, particular interface, or it was just bad. Well, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I still don't know which. Um, I've not actually listened to, I've not watched any videos for, for comparison, but um, yeah, I got rid of that like late April, I think. Got my focus right, and now I'm already considering upgrading from that too, but I just don't know what to upgrade. Uh, from I might make yeah. get another mistake really Cause, soon. Cause I there's don't know. a lot of misinformation. Well, it's not necessarily misinformation. Okay, there's definitely some misinformation about what microphone you should start off buying. Yeah, an interface really. An interface, but it's then like even when you go to upgrade to something, like it's it's all people think that uh, you know buying some microphone that's really well praised by a lot of people or by their favorite YouTuber or whatever is going to be the, the microphone they should go for, but well. That's it's not the case. Different microphones make different people sound very different, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's to a certain extent there's there's definitely a tier, uh, definitely tiers of mics. But then beyond that, it's it's personal preference how it matches to your voice. Yeah, and it's such a shame that like we didn't. I mean, I suppose we we never bought a microphone thinking that. Yeah, neither of us bought a microphone thinking that, oh, you know, I'm, I've heard great reviews about this, I'm sure it'll do my, my voice justice. But it's just one of those things where I think when we were listening through all kind of mic comparisons, we watched, what, what was that guy's name? It's like uh, on YouTube, Podcast Day or whatever? I can't Podcast remember. Stage? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, he has, he just has a really high voice. And I'm like, how, how is that gonna, you know, affect listening to stuff for zero? And then... And then we had a look at Booth Junkie as well, and we're like, okay, like, his voice is much more comparable to yours in a lot of ways. Yeah. Minus yeah, the that, that's roughness. Why, yeah, I, I, I listened, um, I definitely listened to, to him on the CAD um, quite a bit, and yeah, it sounds pretty good when it's, when it's, you know, him speaking through it, so I figured, well, yeah, the more I look at this mic, the more I think it's going to be the mic for me, and so... And now you have it. Now you know you yeah. now you have it. You you got it. And yep. yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, I suppose, kind of buying the first uh, road mic I bought, I wouldn't consider it a mistake. It was definitely a huge upgrade from the microphone I had. And uh, I oh, do want to do a yeah. The Procrastor was a huge upgrade from the first microphone I had. I thought it sounded yeah. way, 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 way better, and it did. Yeah, uh, it technically wasn't that technically gifted to you though. You didn't actually buy it. You just... No, that's right. That was that was a gift uh, that was yeah. sent down to me. Um, but the the microphone I had before that, because um, I I always had this this crazy I suppose what people consider to be crazy interface. I've always had the GoXLR. I had that I had that for ages. Um, and then I. I was like, oh, I just want to buy an XLR microphone. This is super cheap because at the time I wasn't, I wasn't really interested in any uh, in any voice acting stuff. Uh, I was in a university where you know information security was the focus. That was that was my that was my masters at the time. I'm done with that now. But um, and and I was like, okay, I just want to get a really cheap XLR microphone and plug it in, and it doesn't matter because for the use case I was using it for, it it, it didn't matter. It sounded not natural because i wasn't using it for uh, to get a natural sounding voice across anyway um but yeah using that microphone for voiceover what a mistake that was i don't i still don't know who the intended audience uh who the intended uh market that microphone is for 
because it's just terrible. For that really, for that really cheap one. That yeah, you the Chinese out with, one. It's called the newer NW like 800 or 700. Any newer microphone is they're, they're all terrible. They're, they're all they're all terrible. Yeah. Like yeah, there's I, microphones I that it's... color your audio, microphones that don't sound good for high voices, microphones that sound bad for low voices. That microphone's terrible for every kind of voice. Don't buy it. Uh, it comes in a bundle with a boom arm and a pop filter, which is why I was specifically attracted to that one. I was like, oh, I get, I get, I get it all in one. I can just belt this onto my desk and have that be that. But no, no, no that, that mic's bad. Don't, don't, don't fall for that microphone. Don't fall for it. No, don't. And uh, another one that people seem to fall for, which is considerably more expensive. Oh, no. Come on, we got to talk about the Blue Yeti, man. Yeah, we, 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 we do. We yeah, do. Yes, we do, yeah. Sometimes it sounds really good. Sometimes people do some kind of EQ and a lot of audio editing in post and they make it sound pretty, pretty agreeable. They get themselves in a booth and they get their acoustic foam. <laughs> <laughs> like some yeah. people we know recently. Yeah, like some people we know. Yeah, we don't, we don't do that here. We don't have acoustic foam. Who'd buy that? You were just thinking. <laughs> Oh, who'd buy that kind of stuff? Yeah, but right. I think I think it can sound good. Uh, I'm yet to hear of... It's marketed as some kind of microphone that can do anything for your voice. And I think if you're very good with audio editing and making audio sound good, you can probably get it to a fairly decent standard. But Or you could just buy a microphone for the same price, an XLR mic for the same price, and sound better immediately. Um, yeah, I think... I think even at its best, it can sound about as good as my 2035, maybe a bit better. I don't think it sounded I... any better. It sounds pretty metallic-y. It does sound metallic-y. And if you... What, and the if you... 2035? Or... Oh, no, the Blue Yeti, the Blue Yeti. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, you, you, you swapped out your Blue Yeti while on the AT2035, and I was like, wow, that does sound worse. I mean, yeah, yours was I, like I a defect that. as well, though, wouldn't it? It had like a buzzing sound with it. That was apparently a common thing with uh, with Blue Yetis. I, Wait, I just, was it? You didn't say that. Supposedly. Yeah, yeah, like in, in comment sections, because I watched a few videos um, talking about uh, the Blue Yeti and how to make it sound its best. Some people are like, well, yeah, it's, it's always going to have that lowish hum that's audible because... Wow. Some, it was some, some nonsense about plugging USB 2.0 into 3.0, and I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of nonsense but yeah yeah uh maybe there's some truth to it it's just really old hardware and if you plug it into newer hardware something weird goes on i don't know yeah that does seem strange especially but i think my main problem with it is that it's just so over hyped as being this great thing for voice acting and i think a lot of people don't realize that you do need to have like voice meter or, or whatever that software is that people say is really good or they don't realize that you really do need to have uh, a good ear for audio editing and no reverb otherwise it's going to make your bad recording environment sound a hell of a lot worse <laughs> which it does and i think you know and a lot of times if you want to get on a project especially one that's paid, even in a, even an indie fan project that's got some kind of compensation. They'll be like, you're using a USB microphone? Sorry, we need we need quality XLRs. And you think, well, that doesn't matter because if you're just starting out, get a Blue Yeti, go into your closet, do a few auditions, get some practice in. But, you know, it, auditions only give you good practice at auditions. They don't necessarily help you out in, you know, being good in a project or... Being able to voice a variety of characters and you know i think if you 
spend the equivalent amount of money of well, wow, how much is a blue yeti these days like 150 dollars or something well actually surprisingly because when i got mine it was like 120 130 but for some reason um i can't find them for any less than around 200 like 170 to 200 price range yeah and like at that price point 200 use yeah whoa you could you could get the uh like you could get the microphone set and i think for starting out voice acting, I I'd be like, okay, uh, go into your closet, get that get that AT twenty twenty bundle because it comes with the studio monitoring headphones and its own interface and it's all designed to work together. It's on like Amazon. I can't remember how much it was. I think it was like one hundred and thirty. That was pounds. That was that was GDP. And I was like, okay, yeah. if you buy that, then then you have headphones you can use and you never have to change those out. You might have to upgrade your interface eventually if you're going, you know, to all kinds of professional directions. But AT2020 in a closet, much, much, much better sounding than your Blue Yeti is going to be. Um, other or, blue microphones, really good. Blue Yeti, eh, not so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really their XLR mics that are pretty good. But even then, honestly, I, th I think, I think the Blue Baby bottle might be a bit overrated as well. Not to the same extent as the Yeti, but... Because we bit. never hear it for anyone first... with a low voice, do we? I yeah. mean, we heard Postage yeah, do it. Postage, I can't remember his username, but I never heard anyone with a deeper voice do it. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't had one uh, in front of me, and I, I don't know if I have a bass enough voice to even properly make that kind of comment. But I haven't heard someone who has a microphone who's really low toned. So, and whether to say or handle that kind of voice, I don't know. But it does yeah, have different it, it capsules, just, though, yeah. which is interesting. Like, that seems that like it could be useful. Yeah, it seems like a trademark of a lot of the, uh, ex a lot of their XLR mics. But you could also get, um, for like 200, you could also get a Focusrite and a Neat King B or something like that. It would still sound miles better. Yeah, that. yeah, than the Blue Yeti. I don't, I, there's something odd about the Neat King B. I've heard... Uh, and a friend of mine, I, was he, he goes with JR Knight, uh, he's, he's got a neat King B, and uh, no, I, I like the way his one sounds, it sounds sounds decent um, for him, but I've also heard, you know, some auditions and some people who send stuff in on a neat King B that doesn't sound good. Um, oh yeah. And I've heard it in a couple of mic lineups, and I've, for some people it works, and for some people it doesn't, so I don't know if that's a quality control problem they have. Um, it might be, but I guess it's a kind of a risk game microphone. I don't know if they're a huge brand. They do seem to be. And other than the fact that it might be a little bit risque and not work for your voice, have you seen the look of the Neat King B? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, obnoxious have, looking. Have it's, yeah. it's not a looker, to say the least, that microphone. It is not a looker. No, no, it's not. But it is, it is a $100 mic. You know, you can... It's only gonna be so good. Like if you if you pair it up with, because for some reason people like to compare it with, you know, better mics like the Lowit uh, 440 Pure. If you compare it to that, then then the Lowit sounds just fuller in general. It's, mm. it's just a better mic. So I, I I also wouldn't necessarily get that expecting to sound amazing. Kind of like how you wouldn't. You might recommend an AT2020 to someone who's just getting into stuff. Yeah, but um, you wouldn't say this because... is going to be your microphone for life, you know. It just depends yeah, how it's... serious you are. If you want to do hobbyist stuff yeah. and you want to be in cool projects like, I don't know, a Bridges or something, like, you know, people think, they recommend, oh, if you're just doing hobbyist stuff, get a blue. I still say, like, a lot of hobbyist projects, like, 
I mean, the, the really, the ones where the director doesn't really know what they're doing and doesn't know what they're talking about, yeah, you can get into those. But, like, if you're talking about projects that are hobbyists, that people are, you know, a kind of bridge or something, they still do want good microphone quality. And if you sound like you're recording in your bathroom, they're going to be like, no. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not going to take all that reverb. That's yeah, and I think that's paid. probably the deciding factor on, the like, 99% of auditions that are certainly... You know, when we were doing Mob Psycho Abridge auditions, like, what, there was well over 200 people auditioned for that, and I think, like, uh, 200 plus were like, sorry, microphone quality's not there. Like, if I can, yeah. if I can hear your room, like, screaming at you <laughs> while you speak, then it's not gonna work, because it's just super off-putting. Um, and ultimately, what makes a really good really good a bridge or a really good mix is when everything does sound like it was you know you're trying to fool people into thinking that the parody you know the kind of humor of an abridge is oh let's fool people into thinking that uh this like these characters might say this um or it could feasibly be coming from their mouth and if you've got someone recording in their bathroom it's not going to sound it to the audience most of the time they're going to start sounding like doorman from shadow of the colossus yeah i, With that I really guess echoey voice Never really echoing. Well, I, I guess you've never really played it, but no, yeah. no, you're just you're just making references I don't get now. Thanks. Oh, made sorry. Me, made me feel like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, he's just got a really bassy, echoey voice. So. Oh, is it like a There's like a context. post effect? Is that what it is? It probably is a post effect. Yeah, I I'd say so. Um, ah. It's been a while since I've heard it though. Anyways, um. Yeah, I'd say the Blue Yeti is good for just if you want to chat to someone on Discord, Steam, whatever. It, that's that's pretty much its best application, and its price tag kind of doesn't justify doesn't make it. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So th so right now, unless it unless it, the price gets cut in half, there's no real reason to get one. Yeah, I I agree. There's just there's just better know. options. Um, and yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I wouldn't say that casting directors would would necessarily phantomly avoid you for using one per se, but I don't think it uh, it inspires confidence that they're going to get great audio quality. Um, depending it will on will not help your chances. Yeah, and I think, and it's one of those things where. You know, the more popular voiceover gets in the kind of place where we are, where people are kind of going towards, you know, remote home booth doing some commercial stuff sometimes, although most of the time commercial stuff is done in a studio because they want you to sound good. Um, or, you know, some kind of some kind of paid projects for like indie devs or whatever. You're not going to get there. Like, you have to have pretty professional equipment and a pretty well done home setup if you want to get onto actual paid projects and you know make half a living out of it it's a, it's not a cheap not a cheap job and i don't think lying to people saying that oh you want to pursue voiceover you should get a blue yeti and practice for the next four years and you'll be sure to get onto a paid project well you're not you're not guaranteed that at all yeah i well i mean practicing for four years sounds a bit overkill in the first place. Like four years just so you can get onto a paid project. Whoa. Yeah, no, Whoa. you can definitely do you can definitely do paid projects before then. You can do paid projects with your microphone sounding like I don't know, I 
I did uh, I did a bit of uh, voiceover work. I think I remember telling you this for an indie indie dev, and they're doing some kind of a, a card game, I think it was, and that was on the road. Yeah. And um, I was I was still kind of experimenting with the EQ stuff at the time, and I definitely did not have compression down. <laughs> and I submitted audio in for that, and the guy was like, "Yeah, this is, this is great, sure." And I'm like, "If you say so." And I go back to it and listen to the audio again. I'm like, wow, that's that's terrible. And it's one of those things, because I see a lot of voice actors who start on Casting Hall Club and they got like a couple of years on there, got like 300 auditions, and they're like, okay, maybe it's time to curate this page because like 200 of these auditions were not recent and are terrible. And I'm like, dude, I go back to my first audition. Oh, that microphone quality, what? <laughs> not good. Yeah. Not good yeah. at all. Same, same with mine, because you know how my laptop mic sounds. I that's what I used for my first few auditions. Oh yeah, because you didn't, you didn't remember. And we were using Audacity yeah. back then, weren't we? We didn't have Adobe yeah. Audition. We're using. Yeah, I was. Well, I was using Audacity, and also, if you remember, um, I did not notice that the input was not set correctly. So I could have been using my AT2035, and it might have sounded marginally better. Only marginally, thanks to that interface, but. Um, well, it definitely sounded a lot better mic. than your laptop yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. Whoops, sorry. Whoops, clip the mic there a bit. You clip your microphone? Whoa. Whoa, thing. unbelievable. Oh. What, you, you call yourself good and you're clipping <laughs> the microphone in a podcast? I know. What? I know. I, I call myself a aspiring voice actor. What am I doing? Yeah, what are what are you? What are we both doing, dude? Like, uh, I don't know, man. Time to sell all, all our equipment. Yeah, it is time to sell all of our yeah. equipment, all of our... What, 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 what did we agree the price of our equipment was between us? <laughs> um, well, if, we, if we're including stuff like our laptops... Okay, let's not include well. those. Let's, let's, oh, <laughs> that, okay. That's gonna make it sound like absolute crazy people, but... Uh, yeah. Um, you buy a laptop for see. a lot of reasons, not just for voiceover stuff, you know. You don't yeah, have to have okay. a great... You don't have to have some kind of super fantastic, you know, laptop to do voiceover stuff you you in fact you, you don't even have to have an amazing you know dedicated interface remember uh i i was like i think even speaking to you i was like dude this is uh the booth junkies episode where he said hey you should get that zoom whatever it is h2 that portable interface portable, and uh yeah. and a caddy 100s portable and recorder. just get a get a music stand and literally go into your closet and just record stuff and then put it in your laptop afterwards i was like yeah that that's actually a great idea because that way you're not tempted to, um, I think punch and roll, like auditioning's good, where you just, you know, hit the audition, listen back to it straight away, decide if it's good, delete it, and then maybe go again. I think it can be good, but it can also be really not good and make your auditions take too long. Whereas I think if you just, um, you know, hammer in the audition and take the time to practice and get the, uh, the line down and then get a good take first and then worry about audio editing afterwards, it's another, I don't know, it works for me anyway. I didn't use to. I yeah, used to do I, punch and roll stuff, but now I'm like, I'm just gonna let it sit there and do all the additions and really get it right, and then make use of the, yeah, the I, little I still bleep button. Mostly, yeah, I still mostly do punch and roll, but yeah, I, I could, I could put that adapter on my headphones, plug it into my interface, deal with the static. I just, yeah, yeah. I'm I still don't know why you get static back for your headphones. I, I think I get a little I bit know. with my USB ones, but I mean, I, I've never had. I mean, obviously, I can hear the room uh, if I turn my headphones up super high, but I've never heard the noise floor, at least not of this microphone, um, and certainly haven't heard any static 
my end, but um, perhaps that's just a property of the Go XLR, and maybe interfaces just do that? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably the difference between a 500-something dollar mixer and a $100 audio interface, really. Wait, whoa, mine's not $500. <laughs> Don't okay, blow fine, it up. It's not that much Four. either. I got it for like... Really? It's like, I got it for like 250 GDP, which is like, what, $370? Oh, really? Okay, because I, I guess I got, I got it in sale. I got it in sale on Amazon. Oh, I, think, well, I think it normally goes go. for like 270 to 300 but yeah. For some reason, whenever I looked it up, it was always like four or 500 I, I don't know. Perhaps it's... I don't know um, why. I don't know. Maybe they're just uh, not an American company and the import tax is high on that or something. I, I really don't know. That's interesting. I, yeah. Yeah. And what do you think about, like, just a, just general advice that is terrible for uh, new people? Like, I remember, I don't know, we didn't, we were always pretty harsh on each other's uh, auditions for stuff. Oh, we Which were, I think was yeah. lucky. We, we were yeah. like, I, I definitely remember, like, saying to you and using some choice yeah. words whenever I heard your audition. Yeah. Like, nah, it's, sorry, dude. I think we were it's right garbage. to focus on our, like, acting and delivery stuff back then. And now we yeah, mainly focus I, on... Well, we still focus on that a little bit, but... Always trying to yeah, the acting. It, it's more... Yeah, it seems like we more have shifted our focus to um, just the audio quality itself. Yeah. EQ, compression, stuff like that. Yeah, making sure that sounds good. And we'll probably, once we've got that stuff... Well, I think we pretty much have it down now. We haven't auditioned for that much stuff recently, though. This is the thing. Yeah. Because I've been yeah, doing be Mob Psycho, and I've been asked to do a bunch of audio edit, audio engineering yeah. stuff. I don't know why I get asked yeah, to do it true. so much as well. It's what Vinny Charles asked like, me to do it, and then yeah. well, and then and then uh, what? Um, I, I want to uh, name drop them in case they don't want to be known on the podcast. But the director for um. Those other projects I'm in, doing some of the audio engineering for that stuff. And then, what, do you remember Jeff? Jeff was like, yeah. oh, do you want to yeah, do you, yeah, demo. this demo? And I'm like, yeah. dude, like, have you heard my current it's demo? It's absolutely trash. Like, oh my God, you sure you want to do that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I mean, I suppose, I suppose, the, I suppose the audio editing side of it was pretty good. It was just everything else that was wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much... That, that was a classic that's mistake. True. That is a classic mistake. Making a demo before you're ready to make a demo. Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, I need to make one now, but I, I didn't need to make one at the time. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you're not going to get... You're not going to get very far in voice acting without making mistakes. That's just with any profession, really, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, and you will, you will, of course, make many mistakes, but it's just, it's just good to highlight them, because you, I don't yeah. know, you can, you can always be surrounded by, and I, I think we were in terms of our audio quality at the time, we're surrounded by people, I guess, equivalent of yes men, who are like, yeah, they'll do, yeah, that's fine, but it wasn't fine, and nobody told us. Well, audio quality was I mean not fine. I think I think it was well. Some people on Discord were like, "Oh, I like your voice." I'm like, "Really? I've I've heard myself in, in some other videos that have audio, have Discord audio from me, and I don't think I sound fine." And they, they everyone just goes silent whenever I say that. And then someone says, "Well, you're you're your own worst critic." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I I, I suppose I think it's one of those things where um. 
when you're talking to, I guess, normal people? <laughs> I don't know, people who normies. aren't. Yeah, the, the normies. The no, no. Oh. It's when you're talking to people who are, you know, not so familiar with what high quality audio really is, what, you know, what professional audio quality should sound like. Uh, yeah. You can't blame them if they think something does or if they can't tell the difference because most of the time they'll be listening through their phone or laptop speakers or whatever it is. And yeah. Not necessarily studio monitoring headphones like you and I might wear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but then I, I I really do think that it was more you that was surrounded by hype men for a while. I don't, and maybe you still are. You still got uh, that one guy. Should we name drop him? Oh, He's what heroish? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He was. That was yeah. so <laughs> awkward. I don't think that was a mistake on my part, unless the mistake was knowing him. But uh, we went into a. <laughs> I went to a Discord server. Oh, God, that was so awkward. That was so awkward. And he, I don't know why he decided that he was going to be my hype man that day. And I was like, <laughs> why? Yeah, I'm still... I'm, that was, that was the most embarrassing situation I think I've been put in in a while. And uh, I mean, it didn't, it didn't get to me too much at the time. I, I was just like, because I was calling him out on being my hype man because I thought it was kind of funny. But looking yeah. back on it, I'm like, how does that come off? That must look so horrendous. There's like 10 people in the chat. We go in, it's, uh, you know, there's a couple of more well-known people amongst the community yeah. that we're in. I'm loving the fact that these uh, acoustic panels like slowly but surely falling down one by one. <laughs> in the background. I had, to, I had to put one back up like three times. Uh, I need to get an adhesive or something. Well, I, I'm still mildly upset that I wasn't there to witness that. Yeah, and he, he was just being all my praise. And I'm like, dude, I can do my own hype manning. I come into like Discord <laughs> chats and just like deliberately flex on are. people. Yeah I, yeah, I can do my own hype manning. And then he <laughs> He was like, he's just like, oh, he's such a great voice actor. Yeah, well, he wasn't oh, even that. So he was just like trying to almost get him to look at my <laughs> my like profile or something and check out my previous work. I was like, dude, I've already yeah, that's, that's I've already level. flexed on this guy. I think I'm I think I'm all right. I think he <laughs> gets an idea of what I can and can't do. <laughs> yeah, coming in and just hype manning me. Oh, I don't need but, this. But, Oh, I mean, Hiroish is a swell guy. Like, yeah, he is. He's lovely. I think he probably yeah. was doing it just to wind, wind me up, which I which I appreciated. Um, yeah. I thought it was quite, it was definitely funny, but it just wasn't funny for anyone else in the chat except for me and him, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have been funny for me if I, I, I must have been asleep at the time. I don't know. I don't know if you were asleep because it was on, um, it was on Evan's server. So it, it would have been like, yeah. What six on it? Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was super early. Maybe it was just one of those times where he's around earlier. But yeah, Warren Evans and Evan was there, and oh, that, that was so funny. That that genuinely was really funny. Oh, yeah. Never, never uh, surround yourself with hype men because um, I don't know. I think I heard something super early on that has definitely stuck with me in terms of just general voice acting advice which is you're always better than you think you are but you're not as good as you think you are yeah i seem to remember hearing that too it might have been you that told me actually I, it was before. it was me i told okay. you super early on and i think it's a, yeah, it is a double-sided so coin which is like to people who aren't like super into it you probably do sound pretty good 
it's definitely sound better than average. And if you have a little bit of talent and do a couple of funny impressions and have a microphone that isn't a toaster, yeah, you can you can sound really amazing in those Discord calls or in some of those auditions. But you just gotta remember that at the same time, you know, to some casting directors who are doing professional projects. You don't sound so good, bro. <laughs> yeah, when you compare yourself against the top tier, you, you might not be flattering yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, you know, I'd say that I wouldn't be buying any new microphones anytime soon, but I wouldn't say that I'm uh, top tiering it yet either. You know, that's, uh, you, you gotta, I don't know. I don't know, dude. What do you think? Do you think this microphone cuts me in with the, with the top tier? Do you think that'll, think that'll do it? Think I'll well, never have to upgrade I mean, ever again? That would be nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> it would be nice. So both of our mics are basically the same tier as far as I know. Um, they just don't have quite the same wrap that, uh, you know, because obviously when yeah. people say studio quality professional microphones, you're thinking of like the Neumann U87 AI or some other variant of yeah. the Neumann U87 or like sometimes the Ioannis Sennheiser MHK416 or sometimes... I don't think studios tend to have the TLM 103s. Yeah, 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 that thing as well. Um, but like if you're talking about getting, oh, I have the the top tier quality microphone and there is literally nothing I could upgrade to without spending like 12 grand that would make me sound any better. Well, I mean, I could probably get a slightly more expensive microphone that would sound a tiny bit better, but not, not like audibly so for what I'm at at the moment. And it's one of those things where I think... Um, you know, when when you're at when you're at our price range and budgeting about what we were at, it's one of those things like, okay, I can I can buy this or I could wait a little bit and buy this. And the difference is in the name and the brand and how well known the microphone is, rather than uh, whether or not it's actually good. Um, and obviously, the more money you throw at a microphone, the more likely it is to make your voice sound good, which is reassuring. But yeah. um, if you do a lot of research behind it, listen to a lot of comparisons and roundups and get an idea of what it sounds like, you know, with higher pitched male voices, higher pitched lower voices, female voices, singing voices, whatever, and you, you buy the microphone that sounds good for your intended use case, you probably can't go wrong, even if it is $500 cheaper than the super expensive microphone it's being compared to. Um, but I yeah, think but that's what we I, did in some ways. We could have, I think, yeah. you know, we could have easily spent a grand and sounded exactly the same depending on what microphone we bought. But we basically got us half price, which I hope is good. And, yeah. uh... Yeah, hope so. Yeah, well, we... Yeah. Please hire us. <laughs> Please hire us. Yes. Please hire us. Yes. Yes. Desperate call for uh, Desperate attention. Desperate calls for attention. Not that, not that they have any... Uh, like time in my life to do anything else anyway but yeah hire us yeah yeah well i think at this point um i know i could do we, i could do more voice acting stuff i'm barely doing any voice acting stuff yeah. these days i don't think i even have any lines due for any of the like far too many projects i'm in yeah well some of them are yeah, over I, some of them are done yeah yeah some but um i think in, instead of looking for new mics at this point i, I think for both of us, our next upgrade would probably be interface. Yeah, interface I think mixer. I would probably have to get, um, I think I would keep the GoXLR and I would just put the interface line in probably. Oh no, I wouldn't, I would have to, yeah, I don't know what I'd do. I might get um, that Zoom, I think, cause that one, I think the Zoom can record up to 192 kilohertz uh, sample rate as well. 
Yeah. I think that's what um, I would get. And then I would probably just uh, take the laptop out of here, I think. Out of this little, little booth that we got set up here. Yeah, or, well, because if I had, like, a GoXLR and I was going to... And I were gonna upgrade to something else. I'd probably buy the something else that I would buy would probably just be dedicated to recording, so it wouldn't have uh, mixer options or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, and really I don't even quality. know what I would buy. I literally, I, I don't know. Perhaps oh. someone would like to suggest something to me, but yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I think I think before I did that, I would I would probably say, well, I'll just sell uh, the current microphone I have and my other one and get. I get the Sennheiser MHK416 because it's, I mean, it sounds exactly the same as this microphone. Believe me, I have had both side by side and heard what I sound like. It sounds exactly the same, but uh, it's a little bit more well known and a little bit more perhaps respected within the industry. So, well, I guess you could I would... be the one who makes your mic well known. I don't know. Oh, uh, wow. Well, that would, that <laughs> would require me to actually be in things first. <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> well, I mean, all this stuff that I'm in just is not coming out for like the next two to three months. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll sit here and slowly yeah. but surely, my casting cool club page must be super interesting. It's like, oh, wow. This slowly but surely upgrading his equipment, but I don't know this person from anything. This is odd. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what yeah. are they getting cast in? And the answer to that is terrible projects that don't ever go anywhere. <clears throat> Terrible projects that don't ever go anywhere. Well, I mean, I, I'd, I'd assume that's most projects. That is. But, that is. I think there's yeah. some good stuff on there as well. It's such a shame because uh, there was a couple of good ones. There was, there was what, Lord Daedrith's one where he was doing, uh, what is this, kind of super bridge season two. And I we had a nice chat about that. But, uh, yeah, he was just looking yeah. for a really specific kind of uh, impressionist kind of voice, voice, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was still super cool though. He was a really cool guy. And uh hoping hoping to try and swindle my way in that project at some point. <laughs> well have fun with that. I I just don't know if it's really for me. What, getting into an abridge? I don't know, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, specifically specifically Konosuba. Like I don't know, man. Just Come uh, on, dude. You could you could do a good Kazuma or Mega Come on. Oh, well, Can you yeah, imagine your I voice mean, is Megami? Now that mm. Uh, that would be I something. mean, uh, that would be interesting, but yeah, I, I, I could probably do a decent Kazuma, um, if I, if I really wanted to go full anime per tag, yeah, I, I could, yeah, yeah, I could go full Kazuma, <laughs> I don't know exactly what he's supposed to sound like, I but I don't remember what he sounds that. like either. <laughs> probably not that. Probably not that, yeah, um, asking voice yeah. actors to do impressions of stuff that they've never seen of or heard of before, and just expecting them to be able to do this. Has this happened to you much? projects um, you're in or just by people well uh sort of in that demon slayer bridge project um he, he didn't really i wasn't really asked to do an impression they're just like do an edgelord voice and i'm like uh, okay fine i'll do an edgelord voice yeah is but I, I, sounding edgy is like more of a dialogue and just sounding depressed yeah. really that's how yeah. you communicate that kind of vibe but yeah but an actual character impression? No, not really. Not not uh, nothing that was not self-imposed. Perhaps because it's because I spend too much time just trying to talk to people. 
He has a lot of random stuff. Well, no, I mean that that's probably to your advantage because uh, that's that's good for networking. Well, well, I mean, I I think I met loads of great people by doing it. That's for sure. Um, and all of them are in that are on, are all in that server, pretty much. It's actually I'm actually pretty pleased with how well that server's turned out. Kind of think of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking you of shameless plug for that server. The shameless plug for that server. Well, I'm not gonna. It's just not meant for everybody and their uncle to join. You know, it's just it's like a yeah a private. It is. It's pretty much just a private collection of voice actors to do stuff because I know them and trust them to be able to do some stuff. And you uh. Didn't you didn't you originally make it to help manage your DMs? Yeah, they got destroyed. DMs yeah. thoroughly destroyed. That was Yeah. <laughs> that was not and it didn't good. really it didn't really help though. Did yeah, it, it did, because I couldn't did it? like because at the time oh. what was going on, my Discord's so messed up. I really think I just need to reinstall it. But what essentially happened was is that I would have like a bunch of messages, a bunch of pings and DMs. I would go to home, I would then have to scroll down my DMs with all the notifications on to find the person I actually wanted to speak to, click on them, and then Ooh. for whatever reason, whenever these people who are like just spamming them, spam them again, it would send me back up to the top. So I was like, literally painful to scroll down and find anyone who didn't ping me straight away. So I invited them all to the server, and um, uh. then I could just go to the server, find them on the server, and then like, just start messaging them, you know, that way. Uh, and that worked. And now now my DMs are oh. under control again. I'm so happy. Oh, good. Well, that's a nice happy ending. It is. It is a nice happy ending. <laughs> also, I've noticed that... Um... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh, Heroish is online right now. <laughs> oh no! Oh wait, did you wanna? Did you want him to just uh, crash the podcast? Should I? Should I get him in? <laughs> just... Oh, that would be interesting. I've never had a successful clean feed with three people. We we tried that once before. Oh right? yeah, yeah, like yeah, yesterday. yeah. You're right. You're right. I think you need. I think you do before. need the clean feed pro for that. Which, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm gonna go see how, how much is it because I know, I know I'm gonna be using it for podcasts for sure. Um, yeah. oh wow, it's it just, says you can it try it, you can try it. Oh wow, okay, free trial. Yeah, that's that's pretty typical. Oh, it has an audible watermark, mark, never mind. Oh, no, well, I'm not gonna oh. be recording. Oh, no, no, that should be fine. It should be fine because I'm not recording anything on there. I just want the multi track, uh. Yeah, maybe. Let me just see. Let me see how much it is. Hey, hey, anyone listening to the podcasts, fund fund me to buy Clean Feed Pro. <laughs> fund him to buy Clean Feed Pro. Yeah, just see if it's even worth the ROI. Yeah, well, I know, I know. Obviously, one of the main things that's really good about it is if you have like five or six people in a call, that you can have like a five or six channel recording that you can then download afterwards, and you can. Play around with how that works. So, so if you have your own channel, it means that your audio isn't like going over each other, like how I'm recording us right now. And then I can, you know, change the way our voices appear in the stereo space and post, which it just makes the voices sound more defined as if they're in their own position, which would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of sounding like a war zone. Sounding like a war zone. Yeah. Like Discord does. Discord sounds like a yeah. war zone. Yeah. Especially when you have like 10 people in one chat. It's... Mm. Yeah, it can work. 
As long as you have like, I guess, polite, polite people. Yeah, we'll we'll go polite, polite and respectful people who don't want to shout and scream down their microphone all the time. So, not you. Uh, are you writing me out? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. I, I sometimes, sometimes I end up uh, speaking too much as well. Yeah, we go ahead and take over, uh, take over someone's pleasant Discord conversation. Just start talking about random stuff. We do that quite often yeah. in Evans. I'm not gonna lie. We just go into a server and start speaking about stuff that nobody has any idea about. And they're like, oh, I guess yeah. I'll just sit here and do nothing. Yeah, we're just like, oh, hey, hey, how's, how's it going? Yeah, and we just get into whatever topic and we're like, yeah, be bamboozled by our knowledge of whatever we're talking about. All right, and so... Then it, and then it's just Evan. All right, so I wanted to I wanted to steer us back on course a little bit. Uh, we, we, we oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm just gonna do. do a beep for the segment editing. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I just want to do a little bit about like how to recognize projects that are actually worth being on. So a lot of people they go ahead, they say new people go buy your blue yeti, go on casting cool club and start auditioning and practicing. And I we say, well, don't buy a blue yeti. Um, <laughs> buy something else, go in your closet, and then do start auditioning. And yes, Casting Cool Club is probably a pretty damn good place to go and get started. Um, but the projects on there, we, we mentioned it already, they're, they're not great, are they? <laughs> no, but they're, they're still better than on other websites like Behind the Voice Actors. They're, they're more likely to go ahead than those, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember auditioning for anything on Behind the Voice Actors, so I didn't know per se. I've never seen anything on there. I don't check there very often. It's, I don't know, their, their, their website UI is a little bit uh, outdated, to say the least. Yeah, I, we've, we've been there. Uh, we, it wasn't too recently. We, we pulled up like a Mega Man project and I, I auditioned for that, but... Uh, th there's not really much, much, um, that's good on that site for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe if I ch changed up the search results to be better, but Castle yeah. Club seems like the, the best, uh, at least, um, unless you're willing to pay for like voices.com or voices one, two, three. Yeah. I mean, Twitter's, Twitter's the best place for us to look for casting calls that we want to actually be in that are for good, decent paid projects that are likely to go ahead off for like indie devs or whatever. Most yeah. most projects like that tend to be private, so they won't get open to the public, and they'll just be a collection of voice actors that either an agency or uh, I don't know, um, a well-respected voice actor has, and they will get commissioned to do the project with the people they know. That's a thing. Um, the casting call club tends to be tends to be where all the public ones end up, and there's some good projects. And people tend to say that all paid projects are likely to go ahead. And I'm like, I don't know about no. that. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Not on Casting Call Club. And there's a lot of paid projects that are just straight up really, really bad. Um, any project where you yeah. see somebody is offering to pay money for a video editor or a director is probably not a great project. Unless they're literally paying like a grand for a video editor, it's probably not a good project. Um... And if they are paying a grant and it's not someone really well known, then it's probably also not a good project. Yeah, because um, just because they say they're going to give you money doesn't mean they will. Exactly. Um, 
And you you got to be very careful with, uh, especially doing a very long-term committed project, some people will not pay you, even though they say that they will. Not everybody is a good person, as it turns out. Whoa. What a novel concept. Oh, what a sense novel... of reality has just changed forever. It's what, what, whatever will you do now that you've found out the truth? I don't know. I, I guess I'll just go brood in my edgelord corner. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Not, not, not no. the edgelord corner. No. No. Not that one. I'm not going to lie. Two more panels of foam just came off. I need to find a better solution. <laughs> Oh, is that what I keep hearing? Uh, what, my panels slowly but surely coming off? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, most of them are staying up. Most of them are perfectly fine. Um, it's just this one row that's deciding to go, like, rogue, I guess. Uh, Have any of the ceiling ones uh, fallen on your head yet? Uh, no, the, the little metal bar uh, over my head is keeping those up, fortunately. Uh wow. Two of them haven't even fallen onto the metal bar. Two of them have, though. <laughs> it looks it looks pretty interesting. But uh, I guess because they're foam, they're not sticky per se, but they're a little bit, like, I guess, friction-y. So they're being held up by that as well, which is good. Um, yeah. But yeah, this little, this little layer over here, I got a trouble layer of foam. <laughs> oh, dear. Crazy, crazy foam times. Um, buying so, acoustic um, foam, don't, don't bother, don't do it, there's no point. Anyone mm, who's a new voice I, actor. Wow, you, you, you sound like you've got personal first-hand experience with that. No, I, I think, I think I needed to do it because the fact that it was really hot in this room, um, and it was just, like, closing the door for long periods of time was super uncomfortable. Um... Yeah, it wasn't so yeah. much worth, you know, dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, especially for long recording sessions. I remember when I did that uh, one with that one uh, project, and it was like a two-hour long recording session. Yeah, and you were, like, dead tired because you hardly slept before you did that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. was super hot in the, super hot in the booth. Because I had, uh, I was using my my duvet rightfully, rightfully using my duvet at the time to, uh, yeah. you know, try and make things not echo or reverb, and they didn't. Things did not echo or reverb. Uh, that was for the, the um, that, that uh, Tales of Symphonia one. Oh no, Tales of Symphonia. No. Uh, that just sounded terrible. I, I actually that got back. Oh. That got back to me. That was done. I don't think it went live or big anywhere. Um, because I think, uh, for whatever reason, you know, um, it was getting taken down, uh, fairly quickly. Um, which, which I guess, you know, if you want to hold on to your, your projects, and that's your Tales of Symphonia is your baby, then you gotta, you know, be swift on the copyright action with that one. But, um, yeah, no, that one, that one didn't go anywhere. Uh, but it was certainly... <laughs> certainly wasn't the best stuff I've ever seen in terms of my audio quality for that. It wasn't reverby, but it was it was not it was not great. But no, the other one where I had uh, a really long recording out session for that, that was a live recording session. That was super hot and stuffy. Well, I mean, keep in mind, 
those those were both with your Procaster. Yeah, they were. And I don't think I did anything with the EQ for the Procaster for the Tales of one, which is why it sounded so muddy. Huh. I mean, it sounded, it sounded decent, but it was just the way that it was mixed in the end, I don't think, really worked quite so well. Didn't really bring out them highs? I don't know. I don't know what was done. It just didn't sound right. I think if I redid it now and did my own mix of those scenes, I think it would probably sound pretty good. I think it would sound great. Um, yeah, I think I think the... Um, even the even the tower of uh, the tower of God one that I did on YouTube sounded a lot 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 better than better than that better than what the Tales of Savonia one because I was confused when I heard it I was like well, what this isn't, this isn't what this normally sounds like I don't know perhaps it was just um got a bit crushed or something in the render sometimes uh you know people are very ho focused on the video editing side of things and forget in the final render they need to turn the audio preset up. You know, m mistakes happen. It doesn't really matter. It might have just been the uh, audio straight from me. Who knows? Yeah, I, I only ask because usually when, when people hear a muddy sound from a, from a mic, it's because it doesn't really have that presence boost in the highs. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think either, that microphone yeah. did. and it was, it was pretty heavy in the mids, I think. I did look at the frequency response chart. It was pretty heavy in the mids. Yeah, if you've got a mic that's good uh, at, at bass and mids, but not highs, yeah, it's going to sound really muddy. And that's part of the reason why I actually like uh, this mic, because it's basically a straight line until you get to the highs, and then it gets that nice presence boost, and then that's that. It's, it's good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> your your microphone does sound really good. It does sound good. Oh, why thank you. No, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. Am I, am I going to get a return for compliment on that? For validating really? my subtle flex. But yeah, 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 your mic sounds pretty good too. It sounds like you're uh, speaking down a shotgun. Uh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> funny. No, no. Real, just, uh... real funny. Oh, why thank you. No, that's... I try sometimes. Do you? Just for you, Charles. Just, oh, oh. oh. Only for you, yeah. If it were, uh, if it were anyone else, nope. Heroish, nope. Nope. Vinny, nope. Just you. Oh, Vinny. Oh my goodness. Speaking of terrible projects. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, that Demon Slayer Bridge one. You mean? Well, it, it was. It, it was. I think. Um, you know, had we not hopped on the bandwagon super early with that, it wouldn't have gone ahead at all. But um. Supposedly, the uh, final episode one is almost done. Yeah, like yeah, actually, like done. I was like, "Whoa, that's this is going somewhere, really? Whoa!" Yeah, I was surprised too. And and Vinny's finally got his uh, video editing stuff working again. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how he was able to function without it working for so long, but he he did. So, yeah, well, I think that? I think they had a, a second video editor for that, didn't they? It was basically yes. doing all the work. Pretty much. That yeah, poor video that. editor. Did not but expect yeah. to have to do that, did they? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone was expecting uh, that number of auditions. Like, we, we gained the system way too much for Vinny's own good. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, Casting Call, Casting Call Club's great. Uh, if you game the system, it's amazingly yeah. good. Uh, oh wow, lovely! More uh, more foam coming down. It's this one <laughs> row. It's just this row oh of foam. It's like it just just doesn't. You know, what? I'm gonna open my door.
you put that you put that double-sided tape on them all right you know i think it's just that row i think i'm gonna have to like retape that row because all of the other ones are fine like there's a row right above it but this row is like yeah you know what i'm just gonna fall down I'm like okay nice nice wow. one foam now i know um for when i get acoustic foam yeah as if you're ever gonna buy any acoustic foam <laughs> as if well i i hey stranger things have happened uh have they yeah like like when i stealth got this mic without you realizing it i i, I just, don't re like why did you do that that was so weird because i want i i just wanted to see your reaction and it was worth it <laughs> i mean yeah i i mean i didn't even see it coming i like you, you even blanked out your video feed and then put it on and i i was yeah, I distracted <laughs> and then you actually i was like wait what you yeah, a new mic? I, like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that really, that had me. That came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that. Oh, I know. And and just in the days leading up to it, whenever whenever you mentioned anything about doing like my demo or, or getting a new mic, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm just not going to confirm or deny that, that that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I was, and, then, and then I remember, I remember being like, one day I just wake up, look at my messages and like, I'm doing my demo today. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm, suspicious. I think that was a telltale sign. I just didn't. It, it, it was. Didn't pick up on it at all. I was like, oh, oh I guess he's bored of not doing his demo today. <clears throat> bored? Of, no, I, I was really just not wanting to do it and then having to redo it. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of demos. Of demos. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely should um, work on those scripts for our demos, shouldn't we? Yeah, we, we should work on the scripts for our demos, but we should also mention why the mistakes of demos. I have many mistakes with demos, that's for sure. Yeah, and I've just been observing them and chuckling yeah. softly. Yeah, you, you never chuckled audibly, which was the problem. Yeah, because yeah, I couldn't bring myself. Yeah, well, it was too sad. Was it? <sighs> Tragic. Well, I'm, I'm glad I did them in sad. some ways, because if I hadn't, then I wouldn't have learned any of the stuff I needed to actually make a good one. I would have had to uh, ask someone else to do them, probably. But now I can actually make yeah, a good one. Because, yeah. yeah, Zach told you, yeah, they always have you do a nervous scene. You got to have a scene with yelling. You got to, etc. Well, it's all about showing off your full acting range of demo. It's, it's not so much about, like... It's about like, I guess just portraying like audibly a character and having it be believable is, is your goal with a, with a demo. And then, yeah. which is why I think the scripting is way more important than I ever gave it credit for. Because before I was like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll just improv it. And I did. Like all, all of my other demos are improv. And then there's like a format yeah, to them as that. well. It's important for character reels. I didn't care about that. I, I still annoys me. It still bugs me. I wish you could you know, take a little bit more time and have a bit more of a fleshed out kind of scene going on. But no, that's, that's nope, not a it's, thing. It's like five seconds, five to eight, something like yeah, that. Yeah, just quick fire blasting. And I think you end up doing like three minutes worth or four or maybe five minutes worth of like audio and then just nitpicking the stuff out of it. Yeah, only 20% is left. Yeah, I do. I do get that. I think another really hard thing is I think doing the sound effects stuff for it is almost the easiest part. I think scripting is probably the hardest thing. 
for the demo, getting a really good script, yeah. and then recording it and making it sound good and having the right kind of emotion going on. And then, uh, I don't know, what's the next important thing after that? Uh, yeah, the music's really hard. The music's really hard to find. Getting the right kind of vibe of royalty-free music takes a yeah, long time would, to find that. Yeah, I would imagine that would be really hard. Especially when you're going to find like 10 to 12 different, completely different tracks. tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, but I guess that's why that's why people pay others to write scripts for them and probably just find music and all that stuff. Yeah, I can certainly see why uh, Jeff wanted me to do his after, you know, working on mine new one which is actually gonna be made well hopefully ah uh, i think it will be i think it'll be i think it'll be the best one i've done by far and i can just delete my old one and pretend that never existed <laughs> best one i've done by far well i mean you've only done one prior so well i had those two other ones as well remember that you did yeah they were uh, they, they were up for like i don't know two days they were terrible even worse oh, than my prior yeah. one yeah i took them yeah i took them down they... Yeah, because you, you scrapped them, right, yeah. And I made a new one, and that was like, I mean, I don't know. The script was the script was bad. The voice acting was okay. The audio quality wasn't. The, the mixing and sound effects were good, but it, it was just like too heavy on the sound effects side of things. Yeah. And it was yeah, a great demo was. if you wanted to be an audio engineer. I'm like, oh yeah, you can make terrible stuff sound decent. I like that. <laughs> but in terms of convincing people you're a good voice actor, it's... It doesn't do that, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I saw it as more of a comedic reel. It was definitely a comedic remember remember the first remember the cursed edition of it? The first scene? Oh wow. Yeah. That really yeah, was that was super Where's good. The captain? Yeah. No no no, remember because it used to have that that crazy uh like sound effect for someone getting stabbed or something and there was the explosion and the scream <laughs> yeah yeah kind of like what you did for that meme audition yeah that's why i stole that from i think it was the same scream wasn't it it was it was the same scream yeah that was a good scream it was yeah lightning in a bottle you should you should uh well actually no you should re-record that yeah i should re-record my it. scream Get that higher, higher res scream. Gotta have a really super high quality screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna put screaming into my new demo though. It just doesn't seem I, necessary. I wouldn't. <laughs> no. Be yelling, yelling for at least for one scene. Yeah, like, I think. Screaming. I think you know, being. I don't know if your demo's well mixed. Well mixed, you don't necessarily have to convince people there's no reverb or whatever in your room because I'll just hear it when you audition or something and i'll just know whether or not you have it so but i think like certainly convincing people that you can act in a way that's really intense and involves yelling is certainly good like directors want to see that you can do that for sure yeah i'm i'm definitely opening uh myself up to the possibility of yelling despite whatever any of the other tenants in my home may think yeah, you're definitely going to have to go into your yeah. uh, closet for that one, though, if you want to yell. Yeah, yeah. Well, need that mic stand first. Yeah, you do. You're almost there. You're almost... Yeah, almost there. Almost a booth almost. junkie. 
almost booth junkie. Yeah, almost. Got the CAD. Got the CAD. Got the I got the headphones, headphones too. Actually. You got the headphones too. Yeah. The only thing yeah, you're missing I, is what interface does he have? No, he, he uses I, a portable one, doesn't I he? Now I think he has. I can't remember if he took his laptop in there. No, no, he must have his laptop in his booth now because he's got the cameras and stuff hooked up. I know that he has a portable. I know that he has a Zoom one as well. Yeah. He must have a dedicated interface. What if he has? We should look at it. I reckon I if he says I, Scarlet I, Solo, I'm going to cry. I I I doubt it will be, but no, I he's probably got a much to. better interface than that. Yeah, I would hope so. Let's uh, see. Let's I, see what he's. I might, what he's got. I might get that. Whatever he's got, because um, CAD works well for me so far. Um, I can only imagine that his other stuff would work for me pretty well too. Yeah, I just uh, what is he? What is he? Oh oh, maybe is this it? Oh, uh, have oh. I found it? Do I know what I'm doing? Uh, no, no. Oh, I think he might have a Baringa, dude. Oh, not a UM2, I'm assuming. Probably. No, no, a much. Uh, UMC204 HD. I don't know if that's the one he still uses, but that's that was 2017. 2017. I was on his Facebook or something. Oh, look, there he's. Mike Dog Audio. There we go. Uh, it must tell him about his equipment. Okay, let's see. Let's see his equipment. Okay. His what booth, a bunch of premium microphones, interface. What does he got? Uh, it doesn't... He's just got loads of stuff, hasn't he, to be honest? He's yeah, got he so does. Many he's got loads of mics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a dude with the MH, oh, MKH416 and the Neumann TLM103. I think those are his main ones, aren't they, that he uses these days. Yeah. Oh, he's moved on from the CAD? Yeah, yeah, he's moved on. Well, he used to, he used to, he used to use his CAD, obviously, but now he's he's on his Sennheiser. Yeah. He likes the Sennheiser. It's a good mic. It's a great mic. Ooh. And then yeah. TLM-103. I think he said that TLM-103 was a bit of a warmer microphone than uh, perhaps is intended. I think I remember him saying that, but yeah. No, it's a, it's a good mic. I don't know. I guess uh, I guess that'll mean, be your though. next upgrade. <laughs> The Neumann TLM-103. Neumann? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. In like next, six uh, years time. Mic upgrade? Yeah. yeah. Six years time. Yeah, literally six years time. I'm, uh, it's difficult to justify. You yeah, because it's, it's definitely over a grand, isn't it? It's like 1.5. TLM-103? No, I don't think so. It's not that much. It's certainly not oh, that much yeah. here. I'm sure I can find it on Tommen for like 600 or something. Huh. Let me check this. Uh, Tommen, Nomenem, DLM 103. Let's but see. But also that name, like Mike Delgadio. I mean, geez. It's so, it's like he's just, yeah, 815 uh, pounds GDP. So it's more expensive than Sennheiser. So I would I would get the Sennheiser, I think, uh, the MKH416 over the, because I just, I just love the shotgun mics. They're so good. They are so good. No one will convince me otherwise. Shotgun mics wow. are great. I, I'm just, I'm just in love with condensers still. Maybe no, you're not. Be. I don't know. No, you're not. Come yes, on, I am. come on, come on. If someone, if someone walked over to you and your house and just dropped the MKH416 at your doorstep for free, you would swap that cat out straight away. Don't even deny. That's a shotgun, Mike? Yeah. The MKH416 okay. is a shotgun. I mean, I, I would... I would at least try it out. I don't know if I would just make a permanent swap. Yeah, um, you would. Yeah, you would. You'd listen to that thing, you'd be like, damn, this is uh, 
This is the kind of sound I want. <clears throat> this is the kind of sound I've been waiting for. <laughs> this is the kind of sound I've been waiting for. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. That's totally what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because I remember, I remember him saying that um, the TLM-103 has like the same capsule as the U87 or something. And it just comes with considerably less features. Because the U87 is like, it's, it's got everything. It's got it going on. And then the uh, TLM-103 is like the little, the ugly little stepbrother. The ugly little stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It, it looks okay, but it's a little bit short and stubby, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's it's over a grand here. It's over a grand there? Wait, what, what's the currency exchange? Does this... I don't know. But uh, on Sweetwater, it is 1.1,000. USD. Let's see. So we just converted it. Oh, okay, yeah, it is. it is over a grand. One thousand and thirty-two dollars yeah, I mean, apparently is how much it would cost you if you uh, bought it one to one through Tommen, which I don't think you would, because import tax. But yeah, interesting how more expensive mics just don't necessarily have the same self noise as stuff like the CAD. Oh yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, because. Because, I mean, you would think that, oh, well, I mean, as you get more expensive, the self-noise will naturally at least be the same, if not it's still really low, but it's not CAD E100S low. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, God, we've had, we've had a long podcast today. Tangent. Yeah. But, yeah, but tangent that's fine. We, we're, we, we pretty much stayed mostly on topic for stuff, so... Well, thank you very yeah. much, Zero, for joining me. We're at that. We're at the hour mark now, so I guess everyone's oh, gonna well, be bored yep. if we continue any longer. So probably. Well, thank you for having me. No, and I hope to. I hope to have you again, and maybe we can do. Uh, I don't know if I sort of the clean feed, multiple stuff, and maybe we can, you know, have me and you and some other people as well at some point. And would love that. Yeah. Oh well. Until okay. the next time. Uh, I have to think of an outro now. We've, we, we we had the intro. We got the little intro. Now I need to get up close to my microphone and think about an outro. What do you think? What, what should we go for? Did someone, did someone fail to plan ahead? So did someone fail to plan ahead? I uh, know. Um, I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm well, just checking. Hmm. What do you mean just Let's checking? See. Let's see. An outro. Yeah. What, what, what can we say? We've already got the... Uh, we already got the intro thing. We, we got that covered. Like, what, what are we well, going to do for the outro? Well, if if you could sing, then we could just do a chord, and, and that would be that, but... Wow, wait, wait, wait to just... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> wait, I invite you on my on my podcast. Come to the end of the session. You're like, oh, no one's listening at this oh, point. It's, okay. it's fine. I can just insult him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, you, can, you can guns. cut it out. You can cut that bit out if you really No, want. I'm not you cutting just... that out. I don't cut anything oh. out. Everything, Everything's left oh. in, man. We, okay. don't, we don't cut All things right. out here. <laughs> There's no audio editing that goes on here. No, the oh. Coex Lore definitely right. does Side not from... do any audio editing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you wanna might want to at least uh, EQ this stuff, but uh, I'm not um, putting any EQ on mine, dude. I gave up. I gave up with the EQ for mine. I'm like, I don't oh, hear right. the difference anymore. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 
Maybe not compression. I don't know because yeah. I I, well, the noise gate's on, and the compression's on, and the deesser's on, and I'll do declicking. I might do declicking. Oh god, that's gonna take like an hour and a half to do a whole declicking yeah. of this audio. I'll declick it, and then maybe it'll we will. It'll be worth it. I'll normalize it. Will I normalize it? I will normalize it. Yeah, maybe find some way to uh, fix those times that I clipped my mic like five times. I'm not was... fixing any times you clipped your microphone, dude. Oh, That's fine. on you. Okay. Right, come, yeah, no, stop Stop taking me out. Come on, we got to come up with the outro. What, what are we going to say? Yeah. Got to get up close uh, to the microphone and say, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Unsolicited VoiceOver Podcast. Yeah. What do you think about that? he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I, th I think that's it. Okay. I think we've discovered our All outro. Right. <laughs>